Good afternoon, welcome to the Market Wrap for APW, week ending the 30th of April. Okay, this week we're going to be covering um, Andy Haldane, the Bank of England's chief, chief economist, saying that with the 150 billion savings mountain that has built up during the, the pandemic, he expects the, the economy in the UK to recover at a rate of knots, which is quite amazing. On top of that, he says he's likened it to potentially the Roaring Twenties. Now, what were the Roaring Twenties? Well, the Roaring Twenties were the post-First World War and post-pandemic uh, era from 1920 onwards. And just put it into context, the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918 to 1920 infected 500 million people, which is a third of the world's population at that time. And it's the equivalent of 2 billion being infected today, plus, I suppose, the 120 million that are infected. Now, it is a terrible situation with the pandemic, but put that into context, the way they have treating diseases and the likes in those days compared to how it is now. And so when they came out of that, they went into what they called the Roaring Twenties. And basically, it was when people had access to, to far more exciting things than they ever had before, such as washing machines, okay, such as fantastic motor cars. And the, the, one of the books that you might recollect from that period is The Great Gatsby. And it's all about new wealth and new money. So, so that's what happened then. And I think all these new innovations, the, the new feel good factor that came after that. Are we heading back into that now? And is there a chance we can be? Okay. So I analyzed what the situation is. I did a fair amount of reading as a telegraph, night, Frank, these sort of people. And basically there are four factors which will affect whether we are going to a roaring twenties or not. Is the lockdown behavioral change going to continue? i.e. there's far more people buying property with larger houses outside city centres with spaces for homeworking and homeschooling. Is that going to continue? As the reserves decline, will people want to move back into the cities? So that's consideration. Will have things really changed on this occasion? Okay. Secondly, is the employment outlook improving? It appears to be every time you hear a new report, the amount of unemployed that we appear to be having going forward is being reduced. Okay, and according to Mr. Rubenson of the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, he said that basically unemployment, according to the Organization of Economy, the OECD, uh, it was at 7.7% planned for the second half of 2021. It now looks like it's going to be down at 6%. And the Center for Capital Economics is saying that it might be down at 4.9%. So as long as it keeps on falling, we don't have some unemployment shock. That is a potential reason as to why the boom will continue. Okay, rising inflation. Inflation at the moment is at 0.7%, well below the Bank of England's target of 2%. Or so that's a computer, the CPI, Consumer Price Index. So as long as it stays down there, there won't be increasing interest rates. Because interest rates, when they start to go up, will stifle growth. It'll stop people putting money into property. And consequently, it'll be a... Of a, at the start of a negative time for property. So you've got two points so far. Have people really changed their ways? Is unemployment getting better? Are interest rates going to go up? Well, basically, the Bank of England is saying they don't see interest rates going up uh, before 2023, 2024 at worst, and possibly 2025. Okay, finally, is normal service going to be resumed by companies post-pandemic, i.e., get back in the office. Well, it would appear that that's not the case. 
quite a few surveys that have gone on uh, recently, most, most importantly, one by Knight Frank, says that three quarters of the companies surveyed expect to have new, more flexible working uh, in situation. So that's very positive. So there you have four points. Behavioural changes, unemployment not as bad as we thought, inflation is not rising, and companies are going to allow people to, to keep on remotely working. Okay, London is not going to be a ghost town forever. People will go back into London and they are doing so now. But life has changed. Not as much as the media would suggest. I Everyone's living out in the country on some sort of um, farm, small holding. But it has changed. So the markets will continue based on the factors that things have changed differently. And if you look at the global financial crisis, global financial crisis, we had 10 years of lost GDP production during that period, 10 years, the economies went backwards. And what you had afterwards was rising interest rates, which led to that very, 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 very same problem. We don't have that here. We have very low interest rates. So the difference is we won't have the lost decade we had previously. In fact, as of the final quarter, as I said last week, the IMF is expecting the UK to be bigger than it was post, post pandemic. So let's go to quick points. Uh, Lloyds Bank, They've just come out and said that they don't believe that the, that the end of stamp duty will lead to a market crash. Okay, very briefly, they say house prices will remain robust when a chances tax cut is wind down from June after COVID have altered bias tastes and triggered a stampede to the country, says Britain's largest mortgage lender. Again, that's a change of dynamic of, of employment. So looking at that, where are the largest rental increase locations over the last five years? Bradford up 29% in, in five years, Liverpool up 27%, Warsaw up 23%, Wolverhampton up, 20, up 35%. So quite amazing really how much of a move to the country there has been. It doesn't mean by any means that there's going to be a crash now. It would appear that the roaring 20s will not really occur, but it's still going to be a very, it's still going to be a good feel-good factor out there that will keep people buying. So there we go, that's my review for the week. I think another thing I might add is that Joe Biden apparently has double capital gains tax in the US. There's talk of Rishi Sunak doing it in the UK, which is absolute madness. If they double it, then it will kill off the property market. And the UK is built far more on the property market than the US. So that's it for now. Thank you very much for listening. Cheerio.